You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we're here for another lovely day of MLB DFS. We're hanging out, we're, we're looking at the slate, and, and oh my God, what in the world is going on? This is some of the worst pitching I have ever seen. Don't worry, there's some good ones on there too, but this is a day that will be historic because you're going to see everybody out there trying to get fancy with all these new names, all these low price guys who most people really don't know anything about. And instead, they're going to get too fancy and they're going to find themselves in a hole today. So don't worry because Chris Meany and I are going to pull you through it because Chris, this is a, a wacky slate to say the very least today. Yeah, it really is. I think it's the first time all year we've seen Clayton Kershaw up at the top, not you know, not that he's not a good pitcher, but we just haven't seen him up at the top of the board. You know, in terms of DraftKings, he's 11-8. Barrios is 11. Wheeler's 10-6. You got Greinke, 9-8. And then it gets ugly. So, yeah, there's – I mean, you could take a Stars and Scrubs approach. We'll roll through it. But it, it is a different slate for sure. And and we said this yesterday. This is the time of the year where we're going to start to see names we haven't really seen before, heard of before. You know, I really don't have a major league resume, just a, a minor league track record. So we'll dive through it for you. All right. So let's uh, do a quick fly around yesterday. Chris, I believe you got a home run call correct yesterday. Am I right? Freddie Freeman. Boom. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. I didn't get Mookie Betts. Devers went yard instead. So I apologize. I'm sorry. But a quick fly around from yesterday. The Mets come back with a big time uh, three home runs in the seventh there. Uh, really the big stuff there. Pete Alonzo just, you know, continues to be Pete Alonzo. Conforto getting in that one. J.D. Davis as well. So uh, the Mets come over the W. They stay red hot, much to my chagrin as a Mets fan, because, again, here I am. They're making me care, and I'm angry. The Yankees put up nine that? runs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yankees put up nine runs on the Orioles, but they scored six of their own. So 15, we told you to go with the over there. If you took the over, you were in a good spot there. Uh, Pirates and Brewers yesterday. Uh, obviously, Lyle's got the W. And, uh, look, Yelich with not one but two bombs. So, really, I mean, Christian Yelich right now. Sitting at, yeah. Dude. He's at 39 home runs right now, and we're at August 6th. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, him, that's the, the three best players in baseball, in my opinion, you know, him, Mike Trout, and Cody Bellinger, they're all right there. I think Trout hit his 38th last night, and Bellinger hit his 39th. So, I mean, they're mm-hmm. all right there. I mean, those three guys. I, I'd assume, Joe, I mean, if you're starting a draft next year, they're one, two, and three. Yeah, I, it's hard not to, or it's hard to argue with that. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Luis Castillo with his 13 strikeouts, a career best for him. Uh, we were saying he's a very safe cash game guy. We were trying to go back and forth between Morton. I thought Morton was slightly safer uh, because of the matchup going back at home uh, for him. But you know what? You were right, Chris. It was Castillo. Morton actually came away with the uh, the L against the Waggis pack. Not that he pitched poorly, but you know, poorly he enough. The run yeah. yeah, no run support. At all. And that was and that was kind of the issue. You know, I said, I don't really love the 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 guys out there for hitting them, you know, but I was even more worried about the Reds lineup with some of the guys that were out there. But he got it done. Giolito bounced back a little bit there. So uh, are you buying back into the Giolito now? 
not really. I mean, he took a, he took advantage <laughs> of a soft matchup. That's that's all it is. Okay, that's fair. all it was for me. And, you know, he's got fair. Oakland next time around. That I, I won't be in on that start. All right. Now, one thing we were totally wrong about, and we'll always take the heat here, was Mike yes. Miner. Mike Miner oh, was yeah. outstanding. Seven Ks or seven. Got his 10th W. ERA's down to 3-6. I can't believe no team tried to pull him away from the Rangers. I mean, it seems like it would have been a smart thing. They probably could have gotten cheap for like a medium prospect at best. So kind of weird there. And the Indians go zero. So, so much for the new offense there. And uh, you did get the Bo Bichette home run. Uh, you got an Ian Happ home run too, by the way, in the Cubs game. Just want to point that out there. I still say Ian Happ is a guy with talent. And I'm going to give him one more shot to see if he could turn things around. And of course, Velasquez and the Diamondbacks. Total was what was the over under yesterday? We got a push up, there. It was at ten. We got a push. It so was if 10, you, if you picked it, you got the push, which was which was <laughs> fine. I it mean, it, yeah, we got it late. I, I believe the Phillies got to run in the ninth to get the push. Yeah, don't, don't trust them. I, I, I hear you. Uh, and Cody Bellinger you. with his thirty seventh, as we discussed earlier, Mister Bellinger. So that was yesterday, but today's a new day. Yes, it is. But before we go into the new day, I want to remind everybody: keep an eye out because. Coming soon in the next days, we're going to be start talking football here, too. Not on this show. Don't worry. You're going to have your baseball show. Shh. Don't worry. Take a deep breath. Take a nice sip of coffee. Everything's fine. We're going to be doing the pre-snap show. So if you were going to play NFL DFS, make sure you go over, find the pre-snap at LineStar over on iTunes and everywhere you listen to pods and subscribe. And we're going to start our preview shows this week. It's coming soon. We're still working out the day, but obviously today's Tuesday. So probably Thursday, Friday or Saturday is when it's going to come out. So Keep an eye out for that and get your fantasy football black book 2019 to get ready because let me tell you, we're crushing it now, meaning we are number one in fantasy sports for six weeks in a row on the Amazon. Woo! I love it. Rick Flair. Oh, yes. Yes. And and the fantasy hockey black book. That's right. If you like hockey and you're playing season long or DFS hockey, the hockey black book's coming too, if you can believe it. Oh my God, Chris, it's so exciting. Chris Meany, because he's Canadian, is spearheading the whole thing. But enough of that. Let's get to today because, oh my God. Whoa. Whoa. You know what? I don't even, here's what I'm going to do. I tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, we're going to blow through some of these because it is, it is crazy. Okay. Chase Anderson, Stephen Brault. Let's start here. 705 in Pittsburgh. Obviously, we have uh, Christian Yelich swinging a hot bat. Obviously, he's going to be expensive across the board. If you want to pay for him, you can. I, I get it. I got no problem with it today. Um, yesterday, Mustakas hit a home run, too, at 3-5. I think in, on DK, he's still a terrific value in this one. The trouble is lefty on lefty. But we've seen Mustakas hit left-handed pitching before. So I think you take the discount here with the lefty-lefty matchup. What say you in this game? What sticks out to you, Chris? Yeah, this is, man, you're right. This slate is ugly. Um, it, it, you're not going to, I don't think you should worry about, you know, chalk or ownership percentages because there's lots of great stacks tonight. So whatever you feel comfortable rolling out there, I would pick and choose a couple. Maybe just, maybe you don't go with 14 stacks. Maybe you'd go with two, two, and two. Maybe you just kind of go it that way. And if I were to pick two Brewers, Moustakas would certainly be one of them. I know Kesson Harris is like 5-2 on DraftKings now, but on FanDuel, it's only 3-2. Like he really just sticks out there. I mean, Yelich yeah. is four seven. Well, here so you go. Quick slash on Mustakis. Ready versus right-handed pitching two sixty six versus left-handed pitching two sixty nine. OBP three forty three thirty one. Slugging five twenty nine five thirty one. So you're getting a discount because of the algorithm that really isn't paying attention to the real splits right. of Mustakis. So, like I said, boys and girls, Mustakis at three five. You take the lefty lefty discount because I think you're going to need it tonight. 
especially yeah. if you do want to get involved with Hira or Yelich and, and stack those guys up together. And, and if you look at Brault and you just look at some of his splits and you'd think he'd be better against lefties, the average is decent. I mean, lefties are only hitting 196 against him, but when you look at the hard hit rate, 60% hard hit rate for lefties compared to 32 for righties, a 47% fly ball rate for lefties compared to a 34% for righties. So Misakis is actually in a pretty good spot. Same with these other lefties as well. So I, I wouldn't ignore them just because of that lefty-lefty split. I wouldn't ignore that. All right, let's move on. Asher Wojciechowski is going to be oh, back yeah. on the mound. So hopefully he's Wash healthy bomb. enough. Watch bomb. So here's the thing. Because I'm not sure of the health, I'm just going to pass. Uh, Jonathan Holder is who's taking the spot. And and by Holder, he is kind of a placeholder. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. if that doesn't sound like a fake RBI baseball name for a pitcher, I don't know what does. <laughs> but Jonathan Holder is going to be taking over that spot in the rotation. The good news here is because of some of the injuries to this Yankee lineup, you're getting guys at a discount who have now moved up in the order. Didi Gregorius at 3-5. Gleyber Torres at 3-7 on the FanDuel side. They also have a bit of a discount on DK as well. Um, so I I really like going into the middle of that Yankee order again. Uh, you can even put Judge, Didi, and Torres together at the top there and do very well for yourself and have plenty of money for pitching left over on FanDuel. How about you or anything on the DK side, Chris, of this one that pops out to you? Well, I mentioned yesterday Mike Talkman and I and I tweeted, you know, early yesterday morning that I got some shares and our boy Jay in your fantasy league said, I can't believe you put in Talkman and played yeah. him in the matchup. And he went yard yet yesterday twice. So he's got three multi-hit games in his last four. He's getting everyday plate appearances because of Aaron Hicks and some of the injuries that you mentioned. So what I noticed yesterday with their lineup, they had Mike Ford in the fifth spot. I believe he went yard and they had Talkman in the sixth spot. So some of these guys are moving up in the order a little bit. There's there obviously DraftKings is all over it, but if you go look at FanDuel, like Ford is two three, Talkman's two nine. I know these are like not cash game plays. Didi Gregorius is only three five. It's it's crime. And Torres is three seven. Yeah, they are more expensive. But DK, if you want that standalone, yeah, you know? yeah. But if you want that standalone guy in the tournament, just like oh that little cheap guy, because you're gonna want to get some bats tonight. I think yeah. Talkman and Ford are just a couple that you could take a peek at. So we haven't hit a pitcher yet, and we're not going to in this oh, next one. No, it's Jacob not. Junis and Andrew Kasher. So all the offense in this one again. Uh, I would go and get you know, Rafael Devers is just red hot right now. I know he's 5-4 on the DK side, but 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 he's only 4-2 on FanDuel. That is a great return on investment on him. The guy's just smoking right now. So nice. I would definitely be all in on him. Look, it's the same thing. I mean, you don't have to tell me the Red Sox lineup. Yeah. You know the one through four. We, we're still fading bet attendee on the price there. We just don't love it. It's not terrible tonight at 3-7. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it is on DK because he's five. It's five. Yeah, it's I mean, five. are you smoking crack? What is wrong with that pricing? Five for Ben Attendi on DK? He's the same as JD Martinez, oh, who, who didn't get in the lineup stop. yesterday, but you know could come back today. Another no. guy I'll throw out there. I, <laughs> no. no, another guy I'll throw out there that I mentioned yesterday and last week too. I've been I've been all over him. Is is Sam Travis? Just that cheap yes. bat in that lineup. I don't know if he's going to get in there. If it's going to be him or Mitch Moreland, Moreland. I think he I think he will get in there. I mentioned Sunday night hitting the hitting the five spot yesterday went yard. So if he gets in there, he's the one cheap guy that you could just maybe get some exposure to. Much like you know Talkman with the Yankees. Okay, now the next one I think is a trap too, because again Zach Plesac, you look at it, you go okay he's a pretty good pitcher. ERA's been good. Strikeouts aren't great. He's oh, 7.5. I don't love him as a standalone pitcher because he doesn't have a great upside. At 7-7 seven, seven as a secondary pitcher tonight against Texas, I don't hate it, but I think we can do better. Yeah. But as a standalone pitcher on FanDuel, I don't think it's just, just not enough upside. I'm sorry. It's just not. Not against Texas. Not against this lineup. 
uh, that's got some lefty thump in it too with Mazzara and Calhoun there at the in the middle, and even Sinchu Chu. I know Gallo's not there, but uh, this is another hard pass. I'll tell you what, until this Indians lineup gels a little bit, maybe Ariel Urado's that guy that helps him gel. We'll find out. But there's too many other things on the board tonight that are more impressive than this. So I just kind of want to jump this game. How about you? Yeah, both of these guys have a 6K per nine. Well, this okay. I also want to jump Hector Santiago against Drew Verhagen. Drew Verhagen. <laughs> hey, this Drew Verhagen came all the way down from the mountainlands and he came to pitch for the Tigers today. Surely. Sounds but, like well, a yeah, German beer or something. Uh, Drew Verhagen. <laughs> if you like a dry finish, you'll love Drew Verhagen. Uh, gross <laughs> anyway you like home runs <laughs> and the thing is like i don't like these lineups there's there's probably gonna be look yeah. there's probably gonna be some runs in this game because of the pitchers but if you want to take a shot at, at miguel cabrera he's up to three four now on uh on dk that's still pretty reasonable he's only three on uh on Fanduel, but there's no power upside abreu is probably the only piece in this game that really excites me maybe alloy on the d on the Fanduel side maybe tim anderson at 3-0 but other than that, man, it's again, it's just it's tough. I, and then you go to the next one, and it's Descalfani at home against Suarez. And I don't have a good feeling about Descalfani against this Angels lineup with Trout and Upton in it. So that's another one where I'm kind of just out. Then you get Trent Thornton and Andrew <laughs> Kittredge. Do you see a theme? Do you oh. see what's happening here? Yeah, this it's, is brutes. This oh, is finally, bad. finally, we get to Miami versus the Mets. You get Wheeler at 10-7. I'm okay with Wheeler at 10-7. I think it's a fine value at 10-6 on DK. Also fine. It works. It'll be fine. Uh, in terms of getting pieces of this lineup, you know what the Mets are. Uh, they're a little bit overpriced on the DK side, as always. But uh, you got uh, Michael Conforto at 3-4. Peter Alonzo down to 3-8. I mean, usually nice. Alonzo should be at least a 4-1 with yeah. that power. I don't get it, especially at home. He's been so good at home this year. I, I just, it boggles the mind. But this is the first, another grouping that I, you like the Mets tonight. JD uh JD Davis, excuse me, is in the lineup tonight. That's another guy, Chris, uh, at the bottom there who has had a really unsung kind of year. He's hit for a good average. He's got a little pop in the bat. He's a nice lineup builder. Um, you know, came over from Houston. He was kind of a guy who was just kind of blocked. He had no shot in the Houston system. And he's had actually a pretty good job there. So anything else from this Mets Marlins game to point out? Not really. I, I mean, I think you roll a wheeler and you don't care about cash or you care about the chalk. You just you just play him. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, also, Brett Anderson against John Lester. Now, this is where I want to pause because John Lester at home this year has been outstanding. So I want to have John Lester at home at 8.5 on Vandal. I like it. On DK at 8.2, I love it. This is a great guy, and this is why I go fade away from Act because Lester's been so good. You take the DH out of that Oakland lineup. And I think you just got to roll with this here. And I'll tell you what, you can even look at Castellanos on DK at 3-7. That is a great value hitting two in this order. I love that value tonight. Yeah, I like it too. Um, and he Anderson, had, the lefty too. Yeah. Oh, and he, and he hits lefties well. I mean, we yeah. talked about him at, at the deadline. That's why the Cubs acquired him, you know, thinking ahead in the, in the playoffs. Maybe they're going to go up against the Dodgers and all those lefties. So I, I like his price a lot. Uh, he was on base making things happen yesterday. And you're right about Lester. A 2.95 ERA at home, so I think it's a sneaky little play, a tournament play. I, I personally wouldn't go there in cash, but I would do in tournaments. No, it's yeah. a tournament play on FanDuel. Yeah. It's a tournament play, or even just a secondary arm tonight. I think he's a very safe secondary arm and a night where there's nothing safe. One of these guys, one of these jabronis that we talked about in the first, I don't know, 12 <laughs> minutes here of the show, or whatever we're at now, 
yeah i mean horrendous like yeah, you can brutal. go ahead and take shots on them people are going to you watch people are yeah, going and to I, and no I'm one's not gonna like be that happy. too i'm not like that too and i'm i'll you know, we'll finish up here and I'll probably have a guy that we'll take a shot on. That's like, ah, but I mean, Castellanos yesterday, three for four, home run, two RBI. He, he What's it like, Chris? Ah. And then Baez, <laughs> two home runs as well as yesterday. He's another guy who crushes lefties. So I actually like the Cubs today. I know Anderson keeps the ball on the ground, but I like, uh, I like those two Cubbies, Castellanos and Baez. All right. Mike fulton who you can't trust against Jose Barrios. Now Barrios, I like at home. He's 10, eight. It's a solid cash game play. Um, I prefer Wheeler, though, infinitely more against the Marlins than I do the Twins against the Braves. So we're just putting it out there. It's not that it's not a knock on Barrios. It's just why take the risk in cash when you don't have to. So I'm more in favor of uh, them uh, on the Mets side of that game than I am with Barrios. But uh, that doesn't mean that I won't go back to my Twinkies there, especially with Eddie Rosario tonight at 3-6. Uh, you're going to hear a lot more about Eddie Rosario later in the show. No spoilers, but it's coming. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. anyway. I can't hope- believe Burrios is 11, to be honest with you. I just I just have a lot of respect for the Braves lineup. That there's I no think it's, I think it's more about fulton than it is about the Braves. Sure. Yeah. I think it's more like they figure he can, he can give up four runs in this game and still get a W. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. Fulton Evich has been brutal. Yeah, the last time we saw him, he gave up eight runs in four innings. He's given up 16 homers in 11 starts this year. So, yeah, he's been awful. Yeah, awful doesn't begin to describe. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and, it really does. And look, you might as well, if you're going to go Rosario, you might as well get Cruz in there too and just load up. Uh, Herman Marquez on the road, but it's in Houston. So, sorry, Herman, you're not in my sphere today. But Zach Granke making that Houston debut. He's at 9-7 on FanDuel, which is a really reasonable price. I mean, he plays in cash. He plays in tournaments tonight. And he's only 9-8 on DK, which I thought was shocking. I thought there'd be yeah. double digits for sure on him tonight. This is what I'm talking about. He's 9-8 and Barrios is 11. Like, it just doesn't add up for me. So, I'm – and look at the team total. I mean, it's 3.3 for Colorado, and it's 4.8 for Atlanta. I don't know what's going on there. Anyways, and Jordan Greg, Alvarez he... is 5-1 on DK compared to just 4 on the FanDuel yeah. side of pricing. I mean, God. I mean, I'm I'm in on Granke. He's one of my yeah, favorite pitchers too. on the board tonight. Uh, I think, you know, Houston should have their way with Marquez as well. He's, you know, he's top five and hits allowed. I know a lot of his damage comes at home, but he still hasn't been phenomenal on the road either. So I'm in on Granke and I'm in on this Houston offense. All right. Now, look, here we go again. Here we go again. Can the two, Phillies finally huge tempt me? contact pitchers? Yeah, huge. Two, here we go. Here we go. So last night I didn't like it and it was a push. So my women's intuition was uh, serving me well. Jake Arietta, Mike Leak. Now look, look, there should definitely be runs here. Okay. It should just be, it should just be, there should be runs. I'm hoping there will be runs. I, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic here tonight, but as you can tell, my rage is, is boiling to the surface. So David Peralta at three, five against Jake Arietta. Love that tonight. Love Marte as well uh, at home tonight in this one. On the other side of this, look, it's Harper or Hoskins. I'm going to take Hoskins in this one just over Harper. If I have to choose just a one-off um, you can go with Corey Dickerson at the top of the order to get the leadoff guy in there. That's fine. I still prefer when Kingery was at the top of this order. I think they're a better lineup with Kingery at the top, but what do I know? You know, what do I know? Anyway, what, what are your thoughts on this one? The over under in this one is what? Nine and a half. It is dead on nine and a half. Is this where you get nuts with Mike Leak? No, it's not. It's not where you get nuts with either of these guys. Like there's oh, just and he's eight three on FanDuel. How I the know. hell is Mike Leak? I I actually coming? thought a little bit about Jake Arietta to be honest with you, um, at six five, but I I can't get Come there on. either. It's the Come strikeout. On, no. I know. 
I know it's it's the strikeouts. He just doesn't strike anybody out. 100 and 127. You go look at Mike Leake. I mean, he's he's sitting at the same the same thing. 100 and 137. So it's even worse. So both of these guys are gonna hit. Both these teams are gonna you know make a lot of contact today. If you're if you're feeling it, there's other there's better game stacks. Right. But I think you nailed it with Peralta. I like him and I like Hoskins as well. Yeah, I think I think you one off there. Okay, all right, here you go. Ready, everybody. This is where I get nuts. Aaron this is this is what I'm getting nuts here. I'm getting nuts on this one. It's Annabelle Sanchez, who's been very, very good lately, and nobody cares because it's Annabelle Sanchez. Yeah. So he's only 8K on DK. So you could get him and Lester tonight. Fade the Granky Chalk, fade the Kershaw Chalk, fade the Wheeler Chalk, fade all those jabronis who we mentioned earlier, who, who really aren't going to contribute much more than four and two-thirds and a bunch of runs, and go with a guy like Annabelle Sanchez. He's just seven seven. I think he can go into San Francisco. I think he can beat Connor Menez. And if he can't beat Connor Menez, then there's no hope for any of us. But this is a good situation here. I don't know if I love the lineup because I don't love the ballpark factor, but I'm just talking as a one-off pitcher tonight. I think Annabelle Sanchez has a lot of use, and I think you'll have a, you should have a lot of shares of him tonight. Yes, 20 starts, threw fewer in 16 of them, and he's only allowed more than four runs in one of those starts, and it came in Colorado all the way back in the first month of the season. So Annabelle Sanchez has actually been pretty solid. I mean, he's got a 3.80 ERA, and he's striking a guy a little bit more than these other guys that we're talking about. A lot of these guys in the slate, 6K per nine, he's flirting with eight, 7.85, 98. Well, look, over his last 58 innings, 45 strikeouts, 14 walks, and he's got five wins over those 50 innings. And if you've seen who he's played over the last ones, Atlanta, Dodgers, Atlanta. He's got Atlanta in three times in his last seven starts. Listen to even look. Five and a third, six, 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 five, yeah. uh, six, seven. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about all the innings here from Annabelle Sanchez and all these starts. That's what you want. You want a guy who's going to go out there, be competitive for the quality start, getting a shot to get a W. And that's what you want. I think Annabelle Sanchez can be that guy. They got Dillson me of that Friends Le- episode there when, when Monica was like six, seven, <laughs> seven, 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 six, <laughs> six, 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 seven, seven, six. Hear that? Uh, uh, you got Dillson yeah. Lamette and uh, the Seattle Mariners tonight. So, uh, <laughs> okay. That's, that's <laughs> like, just uh, another one. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Lamette and I see his upside. And then it's just at, at eight, five. I'm just a little, well, little I'll tell you, what, you know who I love? I love Vogelbach at three, seven tonight. Yeah, I think that's a decent return on investment. And he's he, he's four two on DK. And it's okay. It's like starting to wrench a little too tight. Three yeah. seven is a little bit more doable for Vogelback, but I think that's a guy to one off in this game. And look, you can but go fly with better. Machado and Tatis in this one on the FanDuel side. You can't do it on DK. You can't no. do it. No, you can't. Well, you haven't been able to play Fernando Tatis on DK all year. No. I mean, he's just been ridiculous. You can play Machado at four four, but look, it's just <laughs> It's just not inspiring. It's not thrilling. Then you got the last one here, Miles Mikolas, who's going to lose to Clayton Kershaw tonight, 11-8 for Kershaw on DK. Super expensive for him, 11-3 on FanDuel. If you want to say chalky tonight, it's fine. I got no problem. Kershaw will be fine at home. I don't see the point in paying up for him when you can get Granky or Wheeler for yeah. less. That's my only thing. So I right. think you should fade away from Kershaw tonight, um, and especially because you get Ozuna back in this lineup too with the Cardinals. Exactly. And the Cardinals have been better in the last month or so. So uh, to me, it's just not worth it. I'm not saying it's not good. It's not smart. If you're just playing, you're isolating just the the late games. That's fine, too, if you want to do that. But then you got to make that choice between uh, Granky probably, too, because that's an eight o'clock start. So, look, to me, it's Granky. It's Wheeler. That's where you want to go. You fade Barrios. You fade Kershaw. And then you take chances with John Lester at home and Annabelle Sanchez and leave all these other jabronis out to just just leave him to pasture you don't need i'm telling you it's only gonna get you in trouble 
Chris might do it, but he's going to come in tomorrow and he's going to be pissed that he did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Honestly, my two favorite pitchers on the board are Wheeler and um, and Granky. Those are the two guys I like, and I understand that they're going to be chalky. I, I don't really care. And, and you nailed it. If you're playing the late slate, I think you go Clayton Kershaw, Annabelle Sanchez. I think those are the two you can mix in. I think you can go Sanchez, Granky, Sanchez, Wheeler. I think those are the that's how you go. Yeah, there's no need to get cute here with these. $5,000 pitchers that no, could just, stop. if you like, you know, burning money on fire, just do that. Yeah, instead. if you like lighting money on fire, that's what you do. <laughs> Speaking of lighting things on fire, let's talk about the uh, the betting lines tonight. What do you like, Meanie? All right, let's go through and uh, up at the top. I think there's going to be some runs in Detroit and Chicago. That's actually the early game. Let's skip that early game. There's going to be some runs in the late game as well. It's 10 and a half, Santiago and Verhagen on the on the hill. I think you can take the over. I think we can take the over in Baltimore and New York as well at 11, the Yankees and the Orioles. I like the Reds again. I mentioned yesterday the Angels are just there in a, a pile of hurt. So uh, the Reds for sure there. Milwaukee on the road, minus 159. That's pretty good odds for, for Milwaukee against a, a Pittsburgh team who's completely checked out. Uh, Mets, why not continue to roll them, guys? This is the hottest team in baseball right now. Pick them by two. Stop it. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> Pick them oh, by two. Oh. Uh, it is true. Uh, the Red Sox and the Royals over. Um, the Athletics and Chicago Cubs, I actually like the under there, guys. I like the Cubs and the under. That's uh, that's one I can get behind. The Twins at home over the Braves. The over in Arizona and Philadelphia, nine and a half. We'll sweat it out. I like the Astros at home over Colorado. San Diego on the road, and then the Dodgers and the Cardinals. I like the under there. Oh, and let's not forget about Washington. Some pretty good odds there. Road dogs right now, actually. All right, so there you go. So it's time to call our shot, and I am going to go to Minnesota. Oh, yeah, sure, going to go to Minnesota, and we're going to talk about Eddie Rosario. Oh, sure, love the price on FanDuel tonight. A lot of accents on the show today. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm feeling very spry. Yeah. We had the Verhagens earlier and all kinds of stuff, but uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Um, Feeling Eddie Rosario tonight at 3.6. He's 4.8 on the DK side, so and he's under 5. That's that's pretty good for a slugger nowadays on the DK pricing, but I love the opportunity against Fulton Evich tonight. He's terrible, so give me Eddie Rosario to go yard. Where are you going tonight for your home run? Chris Meany, once again, who got it right yesterday with Freeman. You doubled down with Freddie Freeman over last week, so where's tonight's home run call? I'm going to head to Camden Yards. I'm going to pick on Washbaum. I am going to go with the D.D. Gregorius. Ah, the DD. I like that. I like the DD. Very good choice there for you. Okay, so that'll do it for us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to On Deck if you're just listening to us the first time. And the pre-snap, the football version of this show is coming this week. So go find that on the internets and go uh, get on there. We'll be ch- uh, we'll be tweeting it out there. I'm sure Line Star will be as well. In the meantime, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at Line Star App at Line Star MLB at Chris Meany and of course at me Joey P. At Joe Pisa PS17. That'll do it for us. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pisa Pia and Chris Meaney.